Welcome to the Fleming Guncast, a podcast for people who enjoy all things related to guns. Please enjoy the show. Look ahead, look astern, look the weather in the lee. Blow high, blow low, and so sail we. I see a wreck to windward and a lofty ship to lee. A sailing down along the coast of high Barbary. Welcome back to the show, everybody. First things first, we need to address the big old elephant that's in the room, and that is the name change of this podcast. The decision was made for a couple of reasons. It wasn't easy, and I'm about to go over why I came to those decisions. The first one being that the name was just too damn long. It was a real mouthful to say. I felt like it wasn't really easy to remember, and that's kind of the second reason, uh, because it was just so hard for like family, friends, and co-workers to actually remember because I kept having people come up to me and saying things like, hey man, what's the name of your podcast again? I know you already told me already, but when I went to look it up, all I could remember that it was uh, something about shitty guns, a podcast for guns that look like shit, uh, stuff like that. So uh, for their sake and my own, I decided that I would change the name to something that was a little bit easier to remember. Uh, the third reason uh, is going to sound pretty hokey, and that's that it had a curse word in the title. But the word shit was also unconventionally spelled with an exclamation mark instead of an I, and that also made it harder for people when they were searching for it. Uh, on that note, just so we're clear... I don't have a problem with cursing. It actually comes as natural as breathing to me. In fact, I've I've even bombed a few job interviews due to my subconscious use of the uh, use of the word fuck. Uh, so I'm not a prude. I just want my podcast to be taken seriously and professionally. And yeah, I just felt like with a name like a podcast for people who don't know shit about guns that it was more of a joke or a, or, or a meme podcast, and I didn't want that. Um, there were a few other reasons that I won't go into detail about, uh, but those were the biggest three. Also, I kind of felt like the name was a little condescending, because uh, usually when you tell somebody that they don't know shit about something, you're being pretty fucking condescending. And I, the, the whole reason why <clears throat> I came across that name for in the first place was because I just kind of wanted to make a big old, like, poster sign that said, hey, if you're new to the gun world, come here and learn. And I, the more I, the more I read over it, the more I looked into it, the more I just felt like it wasn't what I wanted it to be. Uh, lastly, real quick, short positive note and disclaimer. This is my first podcast series. I've never experimented or educated myself on any form of sound or audio theory, I'm literally just learning all this shit as I go along, so please, please bear with me and just appreciate watching myself, this show, and yourself grow as a gun-loving experience.
All right, all right, all right. On to today's subject, which is guns and the mainstream media, mainly how hypocritical they can be when it comes to your rights and your own entertainment. So pretty much ever since the beginning of the Hollywood film industry, they've used guns, explosions, and pretty much all things that go boom as a means to entertain you. When it comes to things like summer blockbusters, as a matter of fact, back as far as like the 80s and 90s, action movies were actually not even considered action movies unless they had some big buff dude toting around, fully automatic machine guns, saving super stacked babes, jumping out of the way of massive explosions. Just ask Michael Bay. That's like literally the formula for almost all of his movies. Like... You don't even have to have a good plot or storyline, or even dialogue for that matter, when you have a formula like that. I mean, you get a formula that's just like that, and the American public is going to flock to the theaters whenever they see that kind of shit in movie trailers. So, on that note, I find it kind of funny that when you get big Hollywood execs, actors, directors, producers, yada yada yada, outside of the box office, and you get them into the interview room... All of a sudden, they're just totally anti-gun and even anti-Second Amendment. Now, they won't fully come out as being anti-Second Amendment. They'll say boomer-footy things like, It's not that I want to take guns away from Americans. Sure, I think everybody deserves to have right to access to self-defense. But just use a revolver or a shotgun or a bolt-action rifle. But come on, guys. Nobody needs a fully automatic weapon to go shooting deer. Who needs 30 rounds to go hunting? What are you afraid of, guys? That the deer are going to be wearing bulletproof jackets and firing back at you? Those are actual things that have been said by celebrities in interviews and that they actually think and believe that normal Americans just have unrestricted access to fully automatic weapons is insane, and it blows my mind how these celebrities influence the opinions of ordinary people who aren't even all that into guns, or maybe they don't have guns, but they are possibly thinking about getting into guns, but oh no, all of a sudden, their minds have been changed because they've been told by their heroes in Hollywood and La La Land that if you want to own a gun, you're all of a sudden a bad guy. And that there's no such thing as a good guy with a gun. Not unless you're some government-appointed CIA, FBI, insert any alphabet government group, uh, or military personnel into that, that subcategory. Fact of the matter is, if you want to have a fully automatic weapon in the United States, and you're just a regular, ordinary citizen, and you don't have an FFL or a gun manufacturing license... It's actually pretty fucking hard and tricky to get your hands on fully automatic assault weapons. And to do so, you've got to go through a lot of red tape, and it's probably going to take you a couple, if not several years, from the very beginning of the paperwork process to you actually getting approval and obtaining the firearm that you're applying for. Not to mention, all of the basic rights that you have to give up when you get your Class 3 license. So you've got to be fingerprinted, then give them DNA swab samples. You have to give them fired cartridges uh, or shell casings from, I'm pretty sure, all of your guns that you own. Not only that, but you have to pretty much allow them full access to your home and your gun safe whenever the fuck they decide that they want to show up. 
like say something happens in your area and maybe you are maybe maybe you are or not a person of interest but they know that you have access to fully automatic weapons just like that they're going to be making a stop by your house and it doesn't matter if you're at work or if it's at night and you're asleep whatever and when they show up you have to let them in and you have to let them see your guns this also means that they have to know and have knowledge of every single firearm that you own so say you went and did a cash money deal with another guy at a gun show uh, and you didn't want the government to know that you had access to that firearm guess what all of a sudden now they have to know that you have access to that firearm and that means there are no secret firearms that you own uh, or have possession of and how you and not only that but they want to know how you got it and who you got it from etc 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 so there's actually a lot of rights and liberties that you're giving up just to own a fully automatic assault rifle as a private citizen. So let's transition over to the news side of the mainstream media sources like MSNBC, CNN, the New York Times, Fox News, even down to your local TV news stations. If you really pay attention at several points in time throughout the day, they are going to cover stories that cover around the topic of banning guns. And if it's not about banning guns outright, it's about banning access to guns like semi-automatic pistols and rifles such as your AR-15s, AK-47s, Glocks, SIGs, and other firearms of the like. Pretty much, if you have to retain your Second Amendment privileges in their eyes, all they want you to have access to are five- and six-shot revolvers and single-barrel 12-gauge uh, shotguns. And it's all in the name of public safety, when really, it's about control. Keep in mind that even with the guns that the average citizen already has access to, that's your AR and AK clones, whatever, the government with their military and alphabet agencies and so on and so on already have you outmanned and also outgunned. Like, they have better guns, way better guns than you have access to. So, if you restrict yourself to only having access to guns that a fucking 19th century peasant would have access to, you're really just giving them even more of an upper hand here. And back to the Hollywood celebrities and actors and directors and shit like that, that just keep in mind that these people make millions of dollars a year by romanticizing the use of firearms. Like, that's how they make their fucking bread and butter, is by making shoot 'em up blow-up action movies. And while they get rich and famous off basically the gun industry, all they want to do is restrict your access to the very same guns that you can use to not only protect yourself, but also to defend your community and your nation. In fact, I'd like to take a second to quote a Japanese high-ranking officer from World War II, Admiral Yamamoto, who said that you cannot invade the mainland of the United States of America because there would be a rifle behind every blade of grass. Just think that over for a second. Think about every word that man said and how true it was back then and how true it is now and how that's what scares the living piss out of any fucking country that even tries to think twice about invading the United States of America. This is back in the 1940s, folks. This man knew that if Japan was to try to invade the mainland of the United States, that every single person, man, woman, and child would come stepping out of their homes with a fucking handgun, rifle, or shotgun raised to defend their homeland. Hell, 
Germany even wanted shotguns banned by the Geneva Convention from being used on the battlefield because he knew how popular they they knew how popular shotguns were with Americans. Which brings me to the age-old adage, Geneva Conventions, Geneva Suggestions. Obviously, that last part about the Geneva Conventions is a joke. I don't think that they're anything to be taken lightly, and they are needed. So, uh, moving on. Okay, so, I suppose that what I'm really trying to get at here is just how gross it is that people like celebrities that have these huge platforms and have the ability to influence the decisions of average, ordinary Americans. They get to use their positions to try and influence people to just give up their gun rights, or to not even own guns at all. Like, it's so gross to me that these people get to use their platforms and positions of celebrity status to just push their own political agendas. I guess, to me, what makes it so disgusting is the fact that people like you and me... just ordinary people, people who don't have these huge platforms or access to mainstream media and social media and stuff like that, our our opinions just seem to get, I don't know, stomped out by these bigger, louder voices. So, as a means to push their own political agendas at that, these celebrities, uh, they're, they're trying to make the average everyday gun owner come off as if they are subhuman evil scum. And now, I'm not trying to say that every A-list actor, celebrity, whatnot, is that way, or has these opinions and objectives and are trying to do this, but it's at least, like, 90% of them. So, like, I know that back in the day, whenever my parents would hear that a celebrity or actor just totally had opposite views that they had, they would, like, downright refuse to go to their movies or watch their TV shows, basically refuse to give them any of their hard-earned money, just so that these people could, you know, get off with just blatantly trying to take their rights and freedoms away from them. So, I'm not necessarily saying to take it to those extremes, but next time you're watching your favorite liberal, anti-gun, snowflake, movie hero at the box office, At the very least, keep it in the back of your mind that these people just want to take your God-given rights away from you, and they want to make big, stupid money while doing it. On that note, I'm going to end my rant right there, because I know the more and more I go, I'm just going to get more and more fired up, and this tirade is just going to be never-ending. So, I guess the, um, the overall point that I really wanted this episode to be about is that like like don't necessarily just end your netflix subscription but try throwing your money at people like the daily wire who are actually trying to make second amendment friendly content check out your gun tubers on guntube check out your gun casters like myself on podcast platforms Hell, start your own podcast or YouTube channel and just get your voice out there because the more that we make our presence known, the harder it's going to be to influence the rest of the sheeple that are out there that don't have a fucking clue as to what's going on. So, like, I've said this in other episodes, the whole reason why I wanted to start this 
podcast was because I knew that there are people out there who they keep themselves from getting into the gun industry because, and when I say industry, I mean just the hobby, being a collector, uh, being a concealed carrier to protect themselves. They, they don't get into it because they're afraid. Like they don't know what questions to ask. They don't want to look stupid. They sometimes they, they might not even know how to go about obtaining a firearm. Like, before Alabama became a, a right-to-carry state, and uh, if you wanted to conceal carry, you had to have a permit. I know people that thought you had to get your permit before you got your gun. And back in the day, it was actually the very opposite. You had to get your gun before you could get a permit. So it, it's little things like this, or that, I should say, that really prohibit and restrict people from just doing the things that they want to do. And they have their favorite celebrities and news anchors telling them that they are going to be a bad person or a bad individual just because they want to carry and own a firearm. And I feel like that with the use of this podcast, I can help inform them as to these subject matters that they might just be too scared to ask about for their own selves. So as we wrap up today's episode, I just want to let you know a little bit more about what's going on with the development of this GunCast channel, and that is I am going to be getting an email uh, up and running so that you can get into contact with me. I do have an Instagram that's already up. That Instagram is all lowercase letters, the underscore Fleming underscore guncast, and really all I do there is just post stupid, funny gun memes and gun-related material that I think is interesting and entertaining. So with that being said, I think I'm going to sign off, and I hope you have a fantastic day. Broadside, they fought tall on the main. Blow high, blow low, and 
Sailing down along the coast of Hawaii. 